Think you know the Brooks Ghost? Think again. Introducing the all-new, better-than-ever Ghost 16. Now with nitrogen-infused cushioning for lightweight, supreme softness that feels good every step, every street, every single day. So go ahead. Take your daily joyride in the all-new nitrogen-infused Ghost 16. It'll turn your everyday miles into everyday endorphins. Let's run there. Head to brooksrunning.com to learn more. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. In my never-ending quest to attach some semblance of relevance to the remainder of this 2021 season, I humbly offer you the race. No, no, no. The plunge to the bottom. Good morning to you. Good Friday morning. I'm Dan Kovacevic of DK Pittsburgh Sports. This is Daily Shot of Pirates. It comes your way bright and early every weekday. If you're into football and or hockey, I also offer up daily shots of Steelers and Penguins right where you found this. The Pirates are in St. Louis this weekend to lose three more games beginning tonight at 8.05 p.m. at Bush Stadium. That's not being cynical at this point. That's just looking at the radar and telling you what the weather is going to be, okay? The Pirates have lost 20 of their last 26 games. I believe their current losing streak, and it's hard to keep track of them all at this point, is only a five, but it'll be eight by the time they get back to PNC Park and play, drumroll please, the Arizona Diamondbacks. And herein lies the only remaining team-based suspense that anyone could possibly, well, covet. Because there actually is a prize at the end of this thing. Have you been paying attention to the standings? Not the Central Division standings. Those haven't mattered since, oh, I don't know, the third day of the season. I'm talking about the overall Major League Baseball standings, where you can sort teams 1 through 30. Well, here's who's down there in the range of 30. 27 is the Texas Rangers at 42 and 78. Then comes your Buckos at 42 and 79. Then the Diamondbacks, who won yesterday at 41 and 81, and that was actually their third win in a row, so they're like sizzling. And then there's the Orioles, who somehow managed to make everybody else, even the three teams I just mentioned, look good. The Orioles are 38 and 82. They've lost 15. That's a 1-5 in a row. And they've been 
I mean, they've been a lot worse than the Pirates. Believe it or not, they actually kind of started off okay, similar to the Pirates. And then, I mean, just like a rock. Everything that they did was just blown to bits. I don't believe, and I've never believed, that the Diamondbacks are as bad as their record. I don't think they're any good, but I never understood them poking around in these depths. They're not really doing something to, you know, build or rebuild or whatever. They just ran into some really, really rotten times. The Diamondbacks are due some degree of comeuppance, and it's starting to happen for them a little bit, a little bit. And the same kind of applies to the Rangers, although I don't follow American League balls, so I have no idea. I just I never heard that the Rangers were doing something deliberate to, you know, whack the payroll down or anything like that. So I think this is all going to come down to the Pirates and Orioles. And when I say this, of course I'm referring to the number one overall pick in the draft. The consensus for that pick being young, talented hitter, Elijah Green. And bear in mind, baseball's got no draft lottery. All you got to do to pick first is to be the worst. This portion of Daily Shot of Pirates is brought to you by our friends at North Shore Tavern and Mike's Beer Bar. These are companion ventures right next to each other, directly across Federal Street from PNC Park. They, like everyone else in that little part of our city, is going to be enjoying the Picklesburg event that consumes the Sister Bridges downtown in the North Shore with all kinds of fun and games and music and everything else here. And the contribution being made at North Shore Tavern and Mike's Beer Bar is pickle everything. The menus have all been adjusted to include pickles in some form, including pickle beer, which is a real thing. Pickle beer will be available. Make sure you stop by North Shore Tavern and or Mike's Beer Bar over on the North Shore. I'm not going to get into Elijah Green. You know, all we did for months was talk about Kumar Rocker pitcher at Vanderbilt and how he was consensus this and consensus that and he ends up going 10th in the draft and then he doesn't even sign because he has some kind of elbow issue that's that's baseball man I'm not going to get into Elijah Green next generational player or anything like that however it should be kind of obvious that picking first is better than picking second, as the Pirates just showed with their handling of Henry Davis and then adding three, three other players of first-round pedigree because of the way they distributed the signing bonuses, yeah, you very much want to be in that seat. Now, can this happen? My gut feel on this is no. Uh, the, the math is there, as is 
the shrinking field, which was something else that was going to be important. When this looked unrealistic for the Pirates, it's because there were five or six teams below them. But the Pirates are just plowing through the pack here, man, because all they do is lose now. And as mentioned, I don't think Texas and Arizona are going to linger in this territory much longer. So it's really the Pirates at 42 and 79 versus the Orioles at 38 and 82. That's three and a half games, my friends. Three and a half games over a month and a half. This can be done. This can be done. Uh, Before anybody thinks I'm serious about any of this, um, I feel like it's uh, an obligation to point out here that there's nobody associated with the Pirates who's looking to tank anything. They don't believe in much of a difference between one and two, and I think they just artfully illustrated why. So they're not tanking. They're not throwing things. They just actually are this bad right now. They're this bad after these trades. They can't hit. They get a little bit of pitching, and then they can't get enough, and then they got to start bringing in Chase and Shreve, and and I'm bringing up their best guy, you know? Shreve comes in and it's like, whew, oh yeah, it's Shreve. But about a month and a half ago, you saw Shreve and it was like white flag, you know? So it's gotten tough and it's going to get tougher. I just don't think it'll be anywhere near as tough as what Baltimore will deal with. The Orioles are headed toward their third straight 100 loss season. They're in some really rare air uh, over there. But hey, you know, it's the Pirates and Orioles. Pirates and Orioles. A couple of franchises that have been linked in more ways than one, of course, having faced each other in World Series in the 70s and being neighbors, spring training neighbors down in Florida. So linked again, linked again. Could be some fun. Whatever. I'm trying to lighten this up a little bit. When we come back, just one question. mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Welcome back. It's time for just one question. And today's comes from David Bowman, who says he's a regular listener, and I appreciate that. He asks about Major League Baseball's proposed lower luxury tax 
and payroll floor of $100 million, he asks, is this a hybrid salary cap approach? The answer to that question, David, is going to depend on which side you ask. If you went to either of them, if you went to Rob Manford, he would say, oh my goodness, no. He would say, this is just a modification of the system that we already have in place. We already have a luxury tax. It just happens to be set at $210 million. This modifies it a little bit and moves it down to $180. Uh, we've never had a floor, but hey, you know, everybody's complaining about how all these teams aren't spending what they're supposed to be spending. Uh, there's 12 teams, not just the Pirates and the Orioles, who are under $100 million. 12 teams. And if we move all of those payrolls above $100 million, uh, where does that money go to? Why? It goes to the Players Union. This is a win. If you ask Tony Clark, on the other hand, the union chief, he's going to say this is salary cap all the way. You're talking about a guy, David, who last year when the team presidents of the Cubs and the Diamondbacks spoke publicly in favor of revenue sharing, not even a tax threshold or a maximum and a minimum or any of that stuff that's literal cap stuff. They just mentioned revenue sharing, which is, by the way, a component of a cap system. And he was like, this is a salary cap. You want to talk about a salary cap? We're not going to talk about a salary cap. We don't believe in a salary cap. And when you bring up a salary floor, which I've actually done myself face-to-face -face with Tony Clark, he will say... There's no such thing as a floor without a cap. That's just the way they think. They say that they believe in the free market determining this and the free market determining that. But as soon as the Pirates and the Marlins and the Rays and a couple other teams get really low on their payrolls, they start squawking about it. Well, you can't have it both ways. You can't have it both ways. So, David, to answer your question as best as I can, is this a hybrid salary cap approach? Yes, unequivocally. Will anyone actually use that term knowing that it is poison in any discussion? No. My goodness, even the national baseball writers are afraid to use it. They find every form of hieroglyphics to tap dance around using the term. Every other sport has one. Baseball can't even speak it. Absolutely crazy. I appreciate the question. I appreciate everybody listening to Daily Shot of Pirates. I have no idea how you do this, but we're gonna we're gonna be right back here on Monday to do another one. I'm I'm committed, and I mean that in the literal and figurative senses. Mm -hmm.